Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. Today I'm talking about the role of deception technology during a merger or acquisition. And it's my pleasure to be speaking with Ofer Israeli. He's the founder and CEO of Elusive Networks. Ofer, it's a pleasure to speak with you again. Good talking to you. Ofer, security and technology leaders are certainly aware that M&A activity is critical for them. But can you point to a couple of recent examples of when this activity actually was disrupted by cyber attacks? Sure. So that comes into play quite a lot. A couple of recent examples were Verizon's acquisition of uh, Yahoo, which uh, got kind of uh, rocky uh, when uh, they, apparently uh, Yahoo had been breached beforehand. And uh, that lowered the actual value of the deal by $350 million. So obviously a huge impact on the deal size itself. Second fairly recent example was of a TalkTalk, Talk, which is a UK telecom and internet provider that acquired vulnerable uh, databases. And uh, apparently some uh, 19-year-old hacker had possession now of personal data of 150,000 customers. Um, this had massive impact, obviously, on TalkTalk Talk and ended up costing the company around 60 million pounds. So we see that obviously in, in these acquisition uh, targets and uh, processes, um, the organizations take upon themselves a substantial risk and it can impact uh, quite dramatically everything that is being done throughout or after. So Ofer, based on your experience and what you observe, when and how should technology and security leaders get themselves involved in M&A activity? The short answer, as early as possible. So it really should play a prominent role uh, before, during, and after the acquisition activity. Prior to the acquisition uh, happening, uh, the company that is uh, being acquired should really be looking at their own current situation and understand if they can unveil any activity that would impact the deal in a dramatic manner, as we just described with the Yahoo case. During and after the acquisitions, uh, obviously, mostly for the acquiring company, it is critical to understand, uh, to assess what, where the target um, company is from a security standpoint and a risk standpoint. And uh, obviously, if any breach has happened, uh, because that could impact everything that is trying to be done with this acquisition. As an example, if you're acquiring a company now for IP, and apparently you find out throughout that acquisition that the IP has been stolen, well, that should probably make you scratch your head as per this m and activity in general. And that, that assessment can be done during the discussions and during um, the acquisition itself. And then finally, after the acquisition has been done, we need to now build these networks to work together. We need to build the processes to work together and managing this integration is a critical component in order to not introduce new risks into the new joint business. Oh, for we understand that M&A involves a ton of infrastructure change, but why do you find it so difficult for organizations to manage this change through ordinary IT and security change management processes? I think M&As in their own right are um, a bunch of one-offs, right? It's not the one thing that we do on a day-to-day -day basis, every day, every week, every month, and we have a very well-defined process for it, and we wrap our head around exactly what needs to be done on all different fronts. So first and foremost, I would say, you know, acquiring a business 
is a, a big act in its own right. And then every such acquisition has its own different flavor and color. So just building out the plan and trying to assess and, and setting out the expectations and the budgets to actually get this done correctly is quite challenging in its own right. And we find that many times it's done incorrectly. On top of that, since this is such massive activity, um, you do encounter a shortage on personnel and staff to get this done in its full uh, method, right? It's not a one plus one equals two here, but it's a one plus one equals five because this incorporation of these new networks requires filling in many gaps that were not covered by the two joint teams separately. And then finally, from an insider threat perspective, uh, you suddenly have a whole bunch of additional insiders which were part of one organization become now part of this new entity and have access to a whole bunch of additional information. And you're not yet aware of who these people are, what you should be guarding, what motives exist there, and so on and so forth. And that introduces a whole lot of additional new risk that you really need to, to address up front. So I believe that many times, you know, the business wants to get this done and is pushing to get it done and looking at it from a business perspective and not necessarily uh, is the IT security organization always given enough time, thought, and understanding of the complicated gaps that we have and the mishaps that we may have in this kind of process, because obviously the business is pushing for that. So we do need to, in our purview, is that organizations need to expect that some of the controls will fail and augment these processes with additional approaches that will fill those shortcomings. As we started this conversation, I mentioned deception technology. What is the role of deception to help with these challenges? Deception technology helps uh, in a number of different facets. Uh, first and foremost, in being able to cover the full environment itself. Um, so let, let's take a moment to describe what endpoint-based deception technology really is. It means going out to all of the various endpoints, servers inside your environment, and polluting all of the sources of information attackers are learning from. Again, attackers from the external world or malicious insiders. Um, in that regard, when we're thinking about an M&A an activity, um, we're seeing the merger of these two networks and we're seeing systems that are now being incorporated piece over piece or network over network into the new environment, right? And as this, this means that it's a highly adaptive and changing um, time for us as an organization. And as this is happening, what is critical is to be able to pick up on these new systems that are joining the new environment and being able to go out and deceive and put the, um, the bait there for attackers, meaning that should there be an attacker there, we'll be able to catch him as early as possible as the system is being incorporated. What would we not like to be seen? We don't want to complete a very prolonged cycle where we've introduced risk maybe weeks or months prior and only when we've completed the merger, then do we now start to put up security controls and say, oh man, I've been compromised for the last three months and I had no clue about it. Here we can see it on the fly and understand really where the issue is as it pops up. Uh, this is very different, I should also say, from a, a honeypot-based approach, which is a lot more static and kind of touches on, let's spray a few honeypots but then again, it doesn't adapt to that kind of change that we're seeing throughout this process. 
Ofer, as we wrap up, I'd love to, for you to talk to me about elusive networks. One, how you're helping customers to overcome these challenges, but two, what distinguishes elusive from competitors in this rapidly growing deception technology marketplace? There's multiple answers to this, but I'll try to touch on a few uh, most important points. First of all, I think uh, we have the most mature endpoint-based deceptions. That's where we started off with. That's what we've been doing for a long time. And that's where our expertise really lies. Getting endpoint deception right to a matter that very advanced adversaries, whether within or without of the organization, so external threat actors or malicious insiders, will actually believe these types of deceptions. I can tell you it's a heck of a job. It's quite complicated to get done correctly. And that's, that's what we do really well. The second distinction that I would mention is the automation of the process itself. The ability to build an elastic solution that will incorporate and change in according to what the uh, business looks like is a critical component because it's one thing to set up a static wall and defense posture. It's a very different thing to understand the environment is dynamic, it's changing, just like we're seeing in mergers and acquisitions, and be able to adapt to that on the fly automatically and make sure that you're most up-to-date in your security posture. And then finally, it's the um, simple and easy way to install this and manage the solution itself. I think today there's some fantastic security solutions out there which have can give a whole lot of value, but are a heck of an undertaking for organizations and involve a lot of um, challenges with installing it, with managing it, with uh, the operational cost that is associated with it. And frankly, most of the organizations just can't deal with it. And we need to be in a mindset where, where we can incorporate leading security solutions, but in a very easy manner and at the rapid pace of changes that occur. I think Elusive provides exactly that um, and is uh, very distinct in the deception category and being the simplest to deploy and manage. Um, it's specifically with the M&A world, uh, we believe that this is a, a pivotal moment uh, to help this acquisition uh, uh, become a success and to bring the security capabilities to a new level. And hence, we think that's a, a perfect uh, place to uh, look at deception and evaluate exactly what value it brings you and understand how important a piece that really is. On that specific regard, I'll also note that um, we, we're doing quite a lot of uh, work on this subject and we've been doing a, a lot of joint work with customers and work ourselves. And we encourage our listeners to also find um, a recent paper we just published on our website in that regard. And we'll obviously be more than happy to have these discussions. Oh, for very good. I appreciate your insight. Thanks so much. Thank you. Great talking to you. We've been talking about the role of deception technology during an M&A. I've been speaking with Ofer Israeli. He's founder and CEO of Elusive Networks. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.